This is Bruce Boudreau, head coach of the Vancouver Canucks, and it's time for Clay's Canucks commentary live. Let's go with Clay right now. Hey, Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks commentary live, presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Canuck Clay, Clay Emo, and this is my Canucks take, all in one take. It is Tuesday night, October the 18th, and stop me if you've heard this one before. The Canucks blew a multi-goal lead and ended up losing, and it's kind of crazy how I, what I'm going to say tonight is very similar to what I said last night, but at least we have some different line combos and different connect, uh, different D pairings to talk about. So right off the bat, welcome to all of you. Moderators, thank you in advance. Members, thanks to all of you. And no matter where you're watching from, whether you're in my beautiful neighborhood of Steveston in Richmond, in the city, in the lower mainland, in the province, in the country, on the continent, or around the world, thank you for being here. I do not take you for granted, and I know that you could be watching, doing anything else right now. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Reminder that you can subscribe, that way you can leave comments freely. Invite you to like this video. I know we don't like the fact that the Canucks keep losing, but you can like the video if you like to and support me on this channel. You can always donate, you can always gift memberships, but most importantly, chat in the comment section. You guys chat, keep chatting away, chat with each other, chatty, 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 and then I will go for the first half of the stream, and then I will go uh, in the second half, I will turn it over to you. If you're listening on the podcast platform, thank you. Uh, make sure you rate and review as you listen. And really quickly, really quickly, bowling update. I lost three games to one, but I was—I had a huge game. I, I had a bad game of 137, but I actually got a, a, a turkey in the 10th frame. It means a punch out, strike, strike, strike. So I won 20 bucks. Then I bowled a 150. Then I bowled a 209, a really good game. So heading into the fourth game, I was actually beating my opponent by two points, by two pins, and then he beat me by 15 in the last game. So he won three games out of four. He won total. So I only contributed two points to my team, but my team struggled once again. I think we got to try a new bowling pattern, try something different. Uh, We're basically doing just about as well as the Canucks. So thank you for being here. And don't forget, uh, yeah, uh, I will turn it over to you about 15 minutes from now. I watched some of this game, but most of it I was driving home and then I caught the third period and the overtime. And I will say this, it was actually an entertaining game. It was an entertaining game. The third period was back and forth. The overtime was back and forth. Some good saves, some good chances. So from an entertainment perspective, I thought it was decent. But you know what's more entertaining than a loss in overtime? A win. I don't care if it's a win in regulation. I don't care if it's a win in overtime. I don't care if it's a win in the shootout. I just want to see a win. But if you were here with me last night, and if you've known me long enough, you know, as much as I like to have fun on here, and I like to try and be the voice of you guys as fans, I'm also, I don't want to be the voice of reason. And as I mentioned yesterday, and I believe this so much. By the way, there's 80 of you in here, which is awesome. There's only 17 likes in here. So let's bump that up 
because uh, at least we're together tonight and as last night became a, a counseling session for 150 people but uh for us um i will never actually let me let me let me talk uh let me highlight Lucas's generous donation, and then because it kind of touched. Uh, I, I mean, I want I want to highlight Lucas because I always appreciate how generous he is. So Lucas says it's unfortunate that we're in a bit of a slump, but here's the thing: we got a point and PD career goal 100. Clay, thanks for being positive and rational during these times. Thanks for being awesome. Also, it's your mom's birthday. Well, Lucas, thank you for the donation. Let's give Lucas some love. Always, uh, not always, but most of the time, starting out the donation train. I appreciate you. Happy birthday to your mom. She was awesome. She raised a guy like you. And thank you for the kind words. So this is the thing, you guys. This is the thing, guys and, and gals. As I said yesterday, I am not going to tell you how to be a fan. So if you want to get really excited when the Canucks win, which I know I'm going to do, that's great. If you want to get really upset when the Canucks lose, that's fine. If you want to be sarcastic and join on the joining the you know in the bandwagon or i don't know if it's a bandwagon but if you want to kind of make fun of the team because that's how you cope not my style but i certainly not going to judge you and if you think everything is is fine and uh you know everything's smelling like roses even though we're all three and one kind of don't agree with that either but again that's up to you that's the beautiful thing about being a fan so i will never ever tell you how to cheer how not to cheer for your team how to be genuine how to be sarcastic but all I can do is express my fandom. All I can do is talk about how I feel. And, and you can agree with me. You can disagree with me. But I, I, I do want you guys simply chatting with each other because that's what this community is for. I trust the moderators. I trust all of you. So let's get going. I was very hopeful, you guys. I was very hopeful about this game because Bruce Brujo hinted that there would be some lineup changes. And there certainly were. Up front, he scratched Connor Garland and brought in Ilya Mikheyev. Last night, I speculated that Mikheyev would play, but I didn't think it would be at the expense of Connor Garland. I actually thought it would be either Niels Hoglander or, or Dakota Joshua. That's who I thought it would be. But instead, Mikheyev gets in the lineup. He plays with Kuzmenko, Kuzmenko, Mikheyev. But instead of putting Petey between them, Bruce Brujo put JT Miller between them. And they're not the reason why they lost, although Mikheyev was a minus three and JT Miller was a minus two and Kuzmenko was a minus two. But I know that PD practiced with Kuzmenko and Mikheyev in the in training camp in preseason. And that's how they started. I know they only played one game because Mikheyev together because Mikheyev got hurt, but at least they practiced that way. So I was kind of surprised to see Miller go with Mikheyev and Kuzmenko. And, and by the way, Lucas says... Another $10 donation. If you need someone to vent your frustration, let's chat. I get it. My day job deals with a heck of a lot worse dealing with families who are going through really challenging times. So uh, I'm not, Lucas, I'm not sure you're offering to me. Thank you. Or if you're offering to anyone else, thank you. But yes, I, and I think, Lucas, that's kind of wise what you said there is we all have our own family struggles or work struggles or relationship struggles, health struggles. And I would dare say it's more important than a hockey team that is starting. 3 and one as much as we love this hockey team. So once again, thank you, Lucas, for your donation. As I was saying, and so then you had Mikheyev come in in the expensive garland. You, there was Horvat between Pearson and Besser. And then Petey 
played with the two young guys in Podkolzin in Hoglander. So could you have put Petey with Kuzmenko Mikheyev and then put Miller with Podkolzin and Hoglander? Maybe because Miller played with Podkolzin and Garland last night, but they weren't uh, terribly effective. Then on D, even more changes. Tucker Pullman came back after missing a game, so that's fine. But then Tyler Myers, who is absent from the skate in Vancouver this morning because he was on a plane on his way to Columbus. So Tyler Myers joins the lineup. And as many of you mentioned yesterday, Tyler Myers is fine. Like he's not awesome, but he doesn't suck. He was, uh, he's steady. He's steady, steady Eddie, steady Tyler. And Myers played a total of, what did he play tonight in his return? 22 minutes. So uh, not bad at all. But the way the Canucks lined up on D, so you had Pullman coming in and you had Myers coming in. So it was at the expense of Noah Juleson, no surprise, considering he just got called up yesterday, and Kyle Burroughs instead of Riley Stillman. Now, I don't know if that's a right-hand, left-hand thing, but the way they lined up, so they broke up Hughes and Shen. So you could have gone OEL, Myers, Hughes, Shen, your regular top four, and then I would have gone Rathbone or Pullman. I would love to see Jack Rathbone play. But instead of going Hughes, Shen, which we're what we're used to, and then Oyal Myers, which they actually did. They, so they went Oyal Myers, then they went Hughes Pullman, and then they went Stillman Shen. They went Stillman Shen. I would love to... Stillman's been okay, but I want to see what Jack Rathbone can do because wh- why is he here? He played five regular season games, uh, preseason games, and he hasn't gotten a sniff in the regular season just yet. Because that Johnny Goudreau goal, you guys, I, I, I'm not sure if I have time to go through all the goals. Well, maybe maybe I'll do it quickly. But the Johnny Goudreau goal in particular, yes, Martin played that too aggressively to his right side. But if you watch that again, Goudreau gets too much time and space going through the middle. And then Stillman has trouble turning. And then Stillman gets beat by Goudreau on the outside, which is fine. Because Stillman thinks that Pullman, uh, no Shen is going to be there on that other side. And remember, they're they're kind of on the reverse sides because you have Stillman on the right and, and Shen on the left, and they play opposite sides. So you had Gujo going around, Stillman coming around the net, but instead of Shen cutting him off at the far post, to, which is what the defenseman's so, supposed to do, for some reason, Shen checked the guy that was skating to the other side where Stillman was, where Gujo just left. I know things happen fast, but in a perfect world, Shen cuts off that that wraparound attempt. Stillman's already on that right side with that guy that was cutting across the middle. And then, and then you have um, at least a much better chance at a save. And that's the one play that I really noticed where I didn't like the Stillman-Shen pairing because I think that pl- they played that pretty poorly. Now, a lot of people are going to say that's on Spencer Martin to make that save. And I don't disagree with that, but I certainly think that um, that that the defenseman could have played that one a little better. Also, um, I thought Martin was fine. I really did. You can't blame him on the... So uh, we'll talk about the Columbus goals real quick. You can't, can't blame him on the first goal because it bounced off one guy and then the other guy. So it was a, basically a two-on-one right in front of him. And I, I can't even... Maybe you want Hughes to tie up uh, Danforth stick a little bit better, but it goes off one guy and Danforth bats out of the midair. Out of midair, that's pretty nice. The Ruwenski one, the a power play just ended. The Canucks actually killed it off, and then it was a backdoor pass. So that one's Martin's. That one's not Martin's fault for sure. There's a lack of coverage there. The Gujo one we just talked about, and then overtime, the Gavrikov one. Y- y- what can you do there? Quinn Hughes is at the end of a minute and a half shift. 
Niels Hoglander probably played made a poor defensive play, being over aggressive, wound up on the wrong side of the Columbus Blue Jackets player. And even Horvat, Horvat took the original shot. Then Hoglander was trying to get the rebound. But even Horvat, instead of turning around and skating back, knowing it was going to be a two-on-two, I mean, two on one, two on two if he skated back. He instead tried to cut off the pass of the guy that beat Hoglander to the puck. So now that's why it became a two on one because you had two on one the other way. You had Horvat and Hoglander trying to check one guy. Of course, the puck gets past Horvat and now it's a two on one. And now Hughes is tired at the end of that one and a half minute shift. Wow. So there was a lot going on. And even before that, it was totally a Canucks thing. Columbus had a three on O. I think that was when Petey hit the post. So if Petey is not his fault, Petey was awesome. Petey had another two points. He's been our best player this season by far, as many people predicted. But if Petey scores instead of hits the crossbar, then we're talking about a Canucks win, obviously. But instead he hits the crossbar and then Hughes slips and then Columbus goes uh, three on O. Three on O. And for some reason, the Canucks seem to give up more three on O's than every other team. But this one, Wierenski actually missed the net. <laughs> it was a three on O. And he had, he shot it over the net. Maybe Spencer Martin challenged him well. It doesn't matter. They miss, but they ended up winning after all. A couple other things. The Canucks kill off both Columbus Blue Jacket power plays, even though Columbus scored right at the end of one. But they go 0 for 3 on their own power play. Although it didn't look bad, especially their third their third chance with five minutes to go. They look pretty good, actually. Merz Lurkins made some really, really good saves. But overall, Besser, again, kind of invisible. I think JT Miller struggled a little bit with his line of Podkols, uh, with uh, Mikheyev and, and Kuzmenko. I give Mikheyev a bit of a pass. It's his first game after missing basically three weeks of action. And, you know, for, for all of Horvat's defensive miscues, he, he scored two goals. He, he was really dangerous on the offensive end, and PD had his two points as well. So when you look at the Canucks overall, PD has six points in four games. That's that's on pace for 120 points. I don't think, I don't think he's going to get that, but six and four. And Hughes and Horvat are point a game, four and four, four and four. And then Besser and Miller have three and four. So you have your five best offensive players really as your, your top five scorers right now, Pedersen, Hughes, Horvat, Besser, Miller. So that makes sense. So from an offensive standpoint, the Canucks are doing okay. They're they're scoring enough to win games, but their defense has been atrocious. And when I say their defense, I'm not talking about simply the six defensemen. It's a team game. We're seeing breakdowns in coverage, and we're seeing uh, yeah, we're seeing defensive blunders, but we're also seeing breakdowns in coverage as well. Finally, Columbus 0-3 coming in the game. The Canucks were 0-3, so you knew something had to give. Do you, actually I'll, I'll save this question um, for for about a minute from now, but yeah, there's only three teams now in the entire league that haven't won a game. There's Vancouver, oh three and one. There's San Jose, oh and five. Thank goodness they're in our division. And then there's Minnesota, oh and three. And I don't think Minnesota plays again until until the, we play them on Thursday. So can you imagine if, <laughs> yeah, so one of the those two teams, Vancouver or Minnesota, is going to come out of Thursday night with their first win of the season. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. 
so much to digest tonight. Uh, I don't have to cut it short, but this is the one where I do have to finish wrap up within 35 or 40 minutes because it's my church night. As you guys know, I go to my church after I do this and I have my prayer hour for an hour. I don't necessarily pray for the Vancouver Canucks, but uh, you know, um, maybe I'll sneak a quick one in there. So my friends, the qu- my question to you today, well, you can say whatever you want, but as I go into the mid midway point of the show, it simply, um, do you take solace in the Canucks gaining a point? Are you happy that the Canucks gained a point? Or are you have you already given up? Are you hopeful? Just tell me how you're feeling and I'll get to as many of your comments as I can. Let's do our mid-show sponsor read. Thank you to my lead sponsor, Van City Experts Real Estate. Contact Jason Lim and his team for all of your real estate needs. Thank you to Perform and Transform, personal training and weight loss. Sign up now for a free seven-day trial. Use the link scrolling across the bottom of your screen, performandtransform.ca slash Clay, and Coach Patrick will contact you. Thank you to Gassy Jack Art, maker of this fine artwork. Thank you to Monkey Nine Brewing, my eternal sponsor. And thank you to Vessi Footwear. Use the code Clay at checkout at Vessi.ca, and you can get $15 off every pair of shoes that you buy once again reminded to subscribe your uh subscribe so you can leave comments like the video and you're welcome to leave donations or gift memberships and speaking of donations thank you to cliff he says thanks for your feedback <laughs> no no one's ever uh said it to me like that but if, if you're talking about me and my my feedback um you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome for the feedback and thank you for the donation <laughs> Let's get to some of your comments. Jasper, did you see Rachel Dory's tweet? She replied to a tweet of us blowing three straight multiple leads. Actually, I think it was today. She she replied to a tweet. I think she quote tweeted the one that said we are the first team to blow four multiple leads and she said, "Is that bad?" and then she deleted it. So yes, we will find out hopefully one day what the true story was with Rachel Dory's unceremonious departure from the Vancouver Canucks. Lucas says, a point is a point. That is true. If McFlurry is a net for the Wild, so Marc-Andre Fleury, we should win. Yeah, he is struggling for sure. There we go. Fleury's been so bad this year with the 7.8 goals against, but he always has the Canucks number. So maybe bet on a Fleury shutout with the Canucks luck. I'm hopeful, but but the Canucks with the lead is anxiety. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe it's been four games and not just a one goal lead a multi-goal lead unpaved says they'll win the next four i would love that hello harry what do you see our lines looking like at home opener on sunday night i would try pd between kuzmenko and mikhaev i would try besser with pearson horvat i go miller with pakhozin and garland and then i go hoglander with oman and lazar and i would i would bench joshua he hasn't been doing anything Kai, you think it's an effort thing with Miller? Looks completely lost defensively in OT. Would you consider bringing Miller back on the wing? Yeah, you could try Lotto line and then run Lazar and Oman as your your centers. That is a possibility. Would I do it? I think Boudreaux really likes Miller in the middle for sure. Owen is frightened. Liam says trade Horvat for a top D-man and make Miller the captain. That's fair. I don't agree, but that's fair. LA, believe what I saw. I'm sorry, Canucks fans, for what the team's displayed so far out there. Yeah, the, the scary thing is, you guys, that was our full team. So 
swap Demko versus for Martin. Maybe Demko saves that wraparound. Who knows? And then insert Pullman. Sorry, insert Dermot for Riley Stillman, and you have our full team now. Justin heard Doria is lawyered up. Do you think she's coming after team for a lawsuit? Very, 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 very possible. Justin. Unpave says, do not trade Horvat. Don Cherry says, I hope the Sabres beat us. <laughs> I I don't. Shannon, I have a good feeling that the Canucks will win this Saturday in front of BC home crowd. Yes, that would be amazing. Jasker, I'm not happy with that point. That's not good at all. We need to finish games with the full two. I'm already losing hope because last season was a killer only because of the penalty kill. And this last season is a penalty kill. This season, it's uh, not being able to hold leads. Eli, hey, Clay, love the stream. Thank you, Eli. If I if hypothetically this goes on for another five to six games, what happens? Who gets fired? What trades happen? I think we could see either or. I think if we lose on minute against Minnesota and then we lose our next two home games, start 0-6-1, um, either Boudreaux will get fired, which I don't think is the answer, or there will be a shakeup on the team. Brian, I'm happy with the Canucks point, but not happy with the loss in overtime. That's fair. Pierre, the fact that Arizona got a win before us, what is life anymore? Is Garland getting traded? I don't think so, Kyle. I think it was simply um, a message to him. Hello, Jamie. Nice to see you. Clay, I'm back. How did... By the way, I got your message on Instagram, Clay. Thank you for that. Susan really hates Horvat repetitive post-game interviews. I'm sure he hates giving them, Susan. As Dangle would say, the Canucks are 0-3 and fun. Ah, gotcha. Disappointing. Losing a multi-goal lead four games in a row. I agree. Clay, would you ever want to see the Canucks skate logo in the current color scheme? No, I just think it would look a little bit funny. Mikheyev was not great. Um, minus two and struggled a little bit, but I think we give him a pass. This is his first game back. Jasper says, Fleury usually shuts us out. Great. Awesome. Lucas, Horvat is captain material, partly because as a leader, you have to stand up for your team regardless. Merely may have the gusto, but leaders don't necessarily have to be flamboyant. Yeah, I agree. That's a good point. Peter, I don't want to hear the point is a point. I mean, I guess they got something, but still, come on, four straight multi-go blown leads. Yes, yes, and yes. LA, I was switching channels between the Kings and Canucks game, and I couldn't believe what I saw. I'm sorry for what the Canucks are displaying so far out there. Yeah, we will accept your sympathy. We're sorry, too. No, Coach Rob, I will certainly not blame Parker. I feel bad that he spent all that money to go out there. Hey, Clay, do you understand what Leafs fans feel now? Clay, I will never understand what Leafs fans feel. Cliff, should we be happy that we got the single point? Uh, depends what the end goal is. Um, you could say a point is better than nothing, obviously. Uh, thank you, Captain Obvious. But uh, we need more than that. I thought Lazar would be an upgrade, but our bottom six doesn't look great. Yeah, give him a bit of time. I think he's been okay, Edmund. If player-only meeting gives one point, that means they'll need 96 more meetings. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have two or three meetings on uh, a night for sure. No, I do not think Parker is a jinx on the club, Lucas. I don't believe in jinxes or superstition. Susan, I'd rather listen to Miller blame himself than Horvat being like, we're not good enough every loss. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Miller was was not afraid to to uh, to talk about that for sure. <laughs> Don Cherry said this is like a simulation if the Canucks come back 0-4-1 do you think there'll be a negative chance for booze at the home opener management I think it depends how they play on Thursday but yeah I was telling some guys at bowling today if they come back 1-3-1 it's a lot better than 0-4-1 for sure 
for sure. Yes, uh, Peter Hughes, I did see um, this the screenshot of Dory's tweet. I don't think the three centers down the middle is working. We need to load up the top six, potentially. Harry said, I'm not too mad. The Canucks came so close, but they didn't lose in regulation. Yeah, but they were up. They were up. Liam, I'm going to the home opener, but I'm wondering if the Canucks lose against Minnesota. Will the Canucks get a crowd booing? I hope not. I, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Dory and Green are laughing right there. Hey, Jay. Trade Hoaglander, Rathbone, Pullman first for Chikrin. I do not. That's a lot for him. That's a lot for him. Clay Thompson, congratulations on your home opener against the Lakers. Jason, biggest positive is at least we got the lead in our scoring. Yeah, our offense has been fine. Time to send a message to Besser in a 6.65 and sit him in the home opener. Wow, that would be a strong message for shoe. For sh for sh for shoe, for sure. I was looking at the next comment, Jet Wu, and I said, for sure. No, a Jet Wu is not the solution. Clay Thompson, not his real name, Raptor fan. Jason Lim, everyone's laughing at the Canucks. Our farm team will probably beat them. Well, I don't know about that. Pat, do you think time zone and travel time is any effect on performance? Yeah, I do. I do. Not necessarily the Canucks performance on this road trip. I don't think that's what you're asking. But overall, if you travel more, that's got to have some wear and tear on your body for sure. Yeah, Jaster and Hughes has not been the best this year on the defensive side. Yeah, I was happy. Uh, I said it from the top, Harry, that I was happy that McCabe and Myers got in. They should get in. Justin, just make flying skate full-time jerseys. I guarantee the team will look so much better and have more mental strength in the lead. Those jerseys are the answer. Free the skates. Crazy road trip to start. That's true, Vishal. Jason says, let's be realistic. We aren't as bad as we are. Just have bad luck. Everyone has a bad run. It's just ours is happening right now. Don Cherry says, Hugh thought it was minus 20. Jason says, Joshua is pretty useless. What do you think about Kuznetsov one game suspension? I think it should have been more. It was pretty. It was pretty cowardly. What kind of playing style do you think Curtis Lazar is when he's on the ice? Well, he's supposed to be a grinder, hard to play against, um, sandpaper. Rutherford, I'm, I'm sure. Rutherford, uh, sorry, Edmund, I'm sure Rutherford is not happy. Seventy-eight games till Bedard is a Canuck. We will see. Parker was at the. Washington, the Philly game on Saturday and the Washington game on Monday and he was flying back tonight. So he wasn't at today's game. Lucas, another donation. Thank you, Lucas. Very generous. I haven't heard anything still in regards to the skates. Sounds like the reverse retro is going to be announced tomorrow. Nice scoop. Thank you. What do your folks think of Hoggland? I think it's been okay. Yeah, there's uh, losing all your games is no guarantee you'll get Bedard. I worry for Bruce, says Lee. That's fair. Liam, I don't say that word. You guys know that. Jasker, knowing this fan base, I do think there's a chance the fans boo the Canucks on the home opener. Be fascinating. Unfortunately, I won't be there. I'll be working, but I'll be there on Monday night against Carolina. Harry, when is your next 24-hour live stream? I really enjoyed watching it. Thank you. I had it planned for the last weekend of November, but I may have to bump it now, given that I'm one of the three... Steve Dangle podcast network host of Game Game Over Vancouver. So I need to think about that. I might settle for a meetup instead, but we will see. Pullman overpaid? Yes. Underrated? No. No, no, no. I agree. It's not T-season yet. In terms of which players the Canucks have should be traded or demoted minors, a deep dive would mean looking at various stats. Yes. Good point, David. I'm not sure if that was a question or a, a comment. We are going to win, Harry. Home opener, 4-2. 
Thoughts on the Flyers? Very surprising, and I'm surprised that Lightning have struggled so much. I don't agree with. I know I don't believe in the T word either, Lucas. Is the current problem the coach fault or players fault? I'd say it's more the players than the coach. I think so. It's been 11 years since we had any type of glory years. Winning changes everything, no matter how you win. When we had Gillis, at least he complained about the schedule. Yes, Jason, I know. We got to get back to those glory years. Riley would buy a blue and green white skate. Japan's not feeling it tonight. Tanner, I think Boudreaux could get fired, but I don't think it's going to happen soon. But there's a reason why the Canucks didn't extend him, why Rutherford didn't extend him. I've not sat in 329. That's good that you're going to be in the home opener. That's on one of the ends, right? Um, I have seats in 319 in one of the corners and 115 down uh, along the side. Yeah, that's why you don't lose on purpose. You could end up 32nd overall and still lose the draft lottery. Jay, I know Jason's mad because he texts me while he's uh, steaming mad during the game. Justin says, Department of Player Safety is a joke. A deliberate slash to the face is equal to missing the All-Star game. That's a great point. If we were behind and came back to lose, fine. If you're winning, can you just put the nail in the coffin? Yes, they could have done that four times. Do you agree that the reason our D isn't strong is right-hand D-men are more commonly grown and progressed through the organization? We haven't really done that. I think that's a big reason. You look how weak our right side is for sure. Yeah, oh, and I'm surprised Tampa is one and three. Do you think Tyron is the same playing style as Curtis Lazar? Uh, Mott's faster, Lazar's bigger. Yes, Don, I'm going to the game on the 24th, not going on the 22nd. Carol says, I hope you got my message and I wish you all the best. I have not seen your message, Carol. Carol, I hadn't I didn't see it. When did where and when did you send it? But I have not seen it, Carol. Unless it's this message. Well, thank you. I wish you the best as well. How many likes? How many do we have? We have 125 people in here. Thank you. Only 37 likes. Let's try and bump that up. Susan is missing Tyler Mott. Reverse retros get revealed tomorrow, I believe. Awesome. That's what uh, Lucas said as well. My duck Huey likes your voice. Well, thank you to Huey. Third period is a coin toss for the team <laughs> so far. Hoping for a win on my birthday. Lyndon, is that on the 22nd, 24th, or the 20th? What did Gillis say about the schedules? He said it's ridiculous that the Canucks have to travel so much. 82 games. If we play bad for one eighth or two eighths, but six eighths is still there. Right now, we are four tenths the game in the first eighth. Okay, a lot of math there, but yes, that is true, Jason. <laughs> Uh, so do I call it the Steve Dangle Podcast Network because that's the name of the channel. The name of the show is called Game Over Vancouver, not Game Over Canucks, so I must correct you. It's Game Over Vancouver, and it's on the Steve Dangle Podcast Network. SDPN is the name of the channel. If we win five or six games, we'll be fine. Yes, but easy, easier said than done. 500 after 10 games. Trading Tyler Mott was the worst decision. Yeah, they didn't think they would be able to resign him, though, Susan. Jets, jet lag does have an effect. Hometown Leafs during the 93-94 playoffs of deep runs despite having to travel. Yeah, but you're, you're, when you're on the East Coast, oh, actually, were they playing in the West? Then never mind. I was going to say when you're the East Coast, it's easier. Jason, we can't score in power play and can't kill anything on the PK. At least we got a shorthanded goal. When will the giveaway be happening? When the Canucks win? What time will the live stream start on Saturday? 
I do not stream on Saturdays, Harry. I will not be streaming on Saturday because I'm working. Clay, keep up the good work. Thank you. I'm going to try and stay up for your live stream. Well, that is awesome. I know you're in Toronto. I know it's 2.30 there, so I appreciate you. Okay, I'm going to finish up now because I'll go really fast. If coach gets fired, what coach that currently available do you want as replacement? I don't know who's out there. Is Paul Maurice still available or did he go somewhere? Where did Paul Maurice go, you guys? Let me know in the chat. What D-man could we add realistically? Uh, I don't think there's anyone out there. You'd have to give up a lot to get one, Liam. So it's easy for me to say names, but it's not realistic that we get them. Clay, I will take a look at that, but uh, not my priority right now, but I'll take a look at it for sure. Carol sent me a super chat. I must have missed it because it didn't bounce. Oh, I'm sorry, Carol. You did. You know, I'm so sorry. It doesn't show up on my streaming platform, StreamYard, but I do see it now and I can't show it. So Carol, hey, Clay, I feel better about the game. I'm happy that we got a point. I like our legend said, thank you for your positivity, your friendship and your kindness. God bless. Thank you, Carol, for your kind message. I'm sorry I missed it because I don't have it on my streaming platform, but I do see it now on on YouTube there. So thank you very much for that. I need to wrap up in the next two minutes. So I'm going to go real fast. Happy birthday, early birthday on the 8th. Wait, it's your birthday today? 18th, isn't that today? It is. Happy birthday, Lyndon. Yeah, Jasper Myers was fine. Luke is going to get a win on his birthday, November 1st. Mike Yeo could be the coach. He's an assistant right now. Boudreaux wasn't Rutherford's coach, so he probably has someone else in mind. No loyalty. Yeah, Cliff, great point. Uh, Rutherford and Alvin don't have any loyalty to Boudreaux nor the players because they were here when they got here. Might be nice to have the first game home to get on a good streak, hopefully. Why do I think they're so bad? Uh, team defense. That's exactly what Vishav just said right there. What do Crosby, Stamkos, Ovechkin, Kane, Malkin, Dowdy have in common? Uh, Stanley Cup. I hope the Canucks win as well, Riley. Losing equals losers. We are even losing with effort, and we are losing by sucking. <laughs> That's amazing analysis, Jason. Justin also says, uh, I thought Myers was good today. Crispy Assassin says the team needs a shakeup. Brown says Barry Trotz. Interesting. Yeah, I'm 48, Lyndon. Happy birthday once again. Horvat scored twice. PD scored once. Funky, would you rather endure 40 years of no-win seasons but win a cup or endure 40 years of present trophies and cup finals? Uh, 40 years of... Uh, yeah, there's a cup, but 40 years of no wins, that I think, well, it's unrealistic, but I don't think I could handle that. I would take the 40 President's Trophies and not win. Uh, but having said that, yeah, 40 years is a lot to not win a game, but somehow win the cup. No, Jay, I'm, I'm going to stream every night. It's, it's helping me build the channel. There's actually a lot of people in here, even though we lose. But yeah, uh, it would build up the anticipation if I only stream if the Canucks win. And I'll end with this one because I do got to get going. Eli, four games in. Let's hear it. Best forward, Pedersen. Best D, oh, Hughes by a bit. Most underappreciated, Pod Colson. Biggest casualty, uh, Dakota Joshua. There we go. Okay, friends, I am sorry that I could not. Oh, Maurice is in the Panthers. Thank you. Thank you for that, you guys. I appreciate that. That's a good way to end with that correction. 
I do have to go. I have to get ready for church. Edmund, not Edmund, Lyndon, happy 39th birthday. Thanks for being here on your birthday. It's kind of cool when people spend their birthday uh, at least a bit with me here. So as I wrap up, friends, thank you for being here. Moderators, thank you. Um, good job as always. I don't think you have to do too much, but that's a good thing. Members, legendary Lucas Gates, legendary Justin Credible, legendary Andrew Chang. Thanks for your support. Hall of Fame and franchise members, thanks to you as well. Um, as well to everyone who subscribed during the stream, everyone who liked the video, you can still do that on your way out. Everyone who left donations, I think it was a bunch of Lucases and a cliff. So thank you very much for your donations. And most importantly to all of you for for sharing your fandom, your opinion in the comments. I really appreciate it. And I'll tell you one last thing before I go. I'll, I'll tease you with something. I got my haircut tonight after bowling, rushed home, because I have to do a photo shoot tomorrow for a cool project that I'm working on with the Canucks. I can't say what it is. I pro probably already said too much, but um, I'm just going to kind of let it appear and then see who notices. I might run a little bit of a, a, a guess what I'm doing contest maybe tomorrow, but uh, so that was so high school. It's like, oh, no, no, I have a secret, but I can't tell you. I shouldn't have even said anything, but really, uh, I'm really excited to share what this news is, but I can't do anything about it just yet. And maybe tomorrow or Thursday, I'm going to have you guys guess what it is. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for this new opportunity. I, I Some of these cool opportunities seem to fall in my lap. But uh, this one is really, really cool if it pans out. So we'll see how it goes. But yes, I have to take get up early, take some pictures with my son Jacob tomorrow morning. He's taking the pictures. I'm in them. And then we will go from there. So thanks everyone for being here. As always, subscribe if you'd like to. Like this video if you'd like to. Become a member or upgrade your membership if you'd like to. Leave a donation if you like to, and definitely thank you for all of your comments tonight. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Oh yeah, tomorrow, I, Parker and I, we're planning to do Canucks After Dark at 10, so we'll see if that's still the case, and then my regular show at 11, and then on Thursday, after the Minnesota game, I will be doing uh, my first show as the host of Game Over Vancouver, so I'll do that after the game against Minnesota, and then I'll do my own stream at 11 p.m. Okay, for sure. Stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves, and take care of each other. And before I dated Gail in high school, my previous girlfriend broke up with me when she found out that I only had nine toes on my feet. Yeah, I only have nine toes. She was lactose intolerant. God bless, and go Canucks go. That was so stupid. Booyah.